The Constitution is to be used as a shield to protect people's rights. We will get our liberty back, folks. I made a vow and I will fill that vow and I will always be transparent. I will always do what's right and I will always represent every single one of you. That is what we're fighting for, folks. To not only get those rights back, but to make sure that this never happens again. And we the people can get it done. morning my fellow Michiganders good morning my fellow Americans real quick live today because we have a huge meet and greet which I'm extremely excited for in Grand Rapids Michigan it is today um, at noon it's going to start so get there a few minutes early folks because I think there's going to be a lot of people at this one but it's going to be at the New Chapel Church um, the description there is the address and the time, but it's at 1029 Four Mile Road, Northwest Grand Rapids, Michigan. It's today at noon to two. Come out, make your pilgrimage to freedom. But more than anything else, it is your job as our grassroots warriors now is to bring others to our movement. That's what we must continue to do. We must continue to expand our echo chamber, right? So that is your responsibility, folks to not only bring one, but bring two or three people who have never heard of us, okay? Let's continue to expand. Even the old school Democrats and liberals, bring them, okay? Allow them to experience the unity message. Allow them to experience the power of our movement and get involved with something bigger than self, and that is called passion. So today at noon, New Chapel Church. Again, the address is in the link of the description. And for all of our future events, because we continue to hammer down, you can always go to garrettformichigan.com slash events to see where we're going, because tomorrow we will be in Wayne County tomorrow evening, um, and that will be on our website. So let's get to a few things um, that I want to bring to your attention today as we continue to push back against the governor's narrative, because look, the governor's she is very intelligent. She is in full political mode right now with the narrative that they're pushing out. Um, so let's just kind of break that down a little bit this morning because this article came out on the 16th, which is a few days ago from the Detroit News. And they stated that state drops mask recommendations for most indoor public settings, K through 12 schools. So they're calling it recommendations now because she has been quoted to saying there has not been a mask mandate in place since June. But what she has done is she has weaponized the health department which brought the hammer down to the local health departments with the local health departments continue to bring the hammer down on the school boards and the superintendents. And that is why all of your children continue to be masked up. And it's funny that they're going to drop it next week. So if, if look, why don't you just drop it now, make an announcement now, like the mask mandate is over. Um, if you want to wear the mask for the rest of your life, that's fine. That's your choice. If you want to mask up your kids for the rest of uh, their, their time in schools, that's your choice as a parent. However, you're giving the other people who do not want to wear this mask the opportunity to not wear it. So just end it right now. You don't have to say, hey, next week, because, hey, look, we all know the jig is off. We've seen the Super Bowl. We've seen these elitists um, at the Super Bowl with the mask mandate in place in California. Almost 98 percent of the crowd was unmasked. All these celebrities were unmasked. And so that Monday morning, those kids woke up and guess what? They're enforcing the mask mandate in the schools, which is steamy, hot garbage, folks. And so let's talk about how they're playing polling data, because the governor knows that Virginia turned red. Virginia was not a battleground state, folks. Um, it was a blue state that turned red. Why? Because rule number one, you do not mess with people's children. And that's what these elected officials have done. And now they're paying the price because there's not going to be a red wave in November, folks. There is going to be a red tsunami. 
And she is trying to bail herself out with all of her catastrophic decision makings, which brought the hammer down on our economy, on our businesses, and on our children and your grandchildren. And I'm here to continue to remind everyone what she has done because, look, when they continue to tell a lie long enough, people will start to believe that it's true. And that's, in essence, exactly what this whole thing has been over the past almost two years now. So they are recommending, they're saying that they're dropping the recommendations, okay? And they're saying that it's based on science and data. Well, you know me, I've been following the science and data for two years, not political science and polling data, but the actual true science and data and everything that we've been standing up for about the lockdowns, about the mass mandates, do nothing to stop and slow the spread, that the vaccine mandate is garbage, right? But they have been saying they've been following their science and data. So let's talk about the science and data and their reasoning on why they're lifting the recommendation. Okay, so last year at this time, February 14th and 15th, 2021, the COVID-19 cases reported were 1,265 COVID deaths that were reported around eight. Okay, so the test count was around 51,497 and the positive test percent was 3.37 percent. That was a year ago. A year ago. All right. So let's compare what it is a year later. Well, instead of 1,265 cases reported last year. It is now 4,271, 3,000 more. Okay. COVID deaths a year ago, around eight. COVID deaths now, around 38. Not eight, 38. So 30 more deaths, right? The positive test percentage, 3.37%. Now it's 9.86%. What? So... Are they following the science and data? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. They are pushing out a narrative. And that's one thing that I will not give up on on my platforms is reminding people of not only what they have done, but what they continue to do and saying that they're doing all this because they're following the science and data is hot garbage because they're not. So again, if you are following the true science and data, you would have never done this in the beginning, by the way, because it's unconstitutional. But if you truly were, then you would have lifted the mask mandate a year ago to our children. But you refused because you continued at this time to tell us not to travel to spring break, even though you went and flew down and you lied about it to see your dad. And then your staff went down to their spring break, especially Elizabeth Hertel, I think, who went to Alabama, um, the very person who we tried to block her nomination in January and February. But the rhinos in Lansing let the nomination go through. And she is the one who masked up our babies. And I'm telling you right now, the truth will come out. The truth will come out that these masks, especially to these young children, these babies, as I call them, is going to be catastrophic to their health and how they read physiology and how they learn. It's going to come out. It will. And we all are going to be told the truth at this time. But I am not going to let up on that gas pedal of attacking their decision making. So I won't attack character. You guys know me better than that. I'm not going to attack character. I'm going to attack decision making, especially the wrong decision making and action, the wrong action. Right. And that's what I'll continue to do. So there was an opinion article in the Bloomberg. It said, woman in Michigan governs the number one economy. Under Governor Gretchen Whitmer, <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. Under Governor Gretchen Whitmer, the state has improved the most in its history since the pandemic began two years ago. So if anybody's not been following politics who just kind of put themselves in the basement and put their earmuffs on and just wants to get away from the noise on both sides, right? They read that and they're like, wow, this, this governor, she's really good. We have the number one economy. In, in the nation right now. Why is that? Okay, let's look at it common sense. And look, you do not have to go to MIT. You do not have to be a rocket science scientist to figure this out. You just need to have a little business sense 
and understand what do you think is going to happen to the economy, folks, when you lock it down, right, for a year and a half or over a year. Let's be fair. For over a year, they lock it down, put the restaurants at 25% capacity, then 50, then 75%. Then you get caught eating out with your friends. And that Monday, you decide to open up the restaurants again, right? So when you hammer down the economy and then you extend the unemployment, we all know the unemployment is a mess because they extended the unemployment, which meant when these businesses could finally open, they've been suffering for so long, they could finally open. There was not a workforce because they were staying home and making more money at home. So they extended the unemployment, which hammered down on these business owners again. So this this crisis, this lockdown fatigue extended well farther than a year. So it was a year and a half. And we're still seeing help wanted signs everywhere. Right. So there is nobody showing up to work. It will eventually. However, that's what has happened. So when they finally open this up and then, of course, the economy starts humming back again. It's common sense. It wasn't her decision making. She didn't roll up her sleeves and and bring new ideas and everything else to stimulate our economy. No, she hammered it down to below the ground, threw us in a hole, then threw gasoline and threw a match in there and caught it on fire. And then finally, we're getting out of this. And so obviously, our economy is recovering. But that is why we must continue to fight back against this narrative, folks. And that's why fundraising, and I'm not going to get off the gas pedal on that. Fundraising is huge because she has a war chest and she's going to be pushing this garbage out, saying how great of a governor she is. And for the people who have not been awakened from this, they're going to believe this, because if you tell a lie long enough, they'll start to to believe that it's true. And so that's why fundraising is so, so important. And so, again, I'm putting a call out to all of you right now. It is time for you to get off the sidelines. It is time for you to get off the stands and join us. Join us on the field right now. Get involved in this. And you can get involved as a grassroots warrior, being a volunteer, word of mouth. I get it. But we need financial commitment in this so we can combat this narrative. Because if she's controlling the airways and if she's controlling the corporate media and she's controlling social media airways with her messaging, look what this country did. We all that are watching right now, we never knew in a million years because of a fear mongering narrative that people would say, Yep, lock us down. Here's my freedoms. Oh, go ahead and shut my churches down. Here, here, here it is. Oh, a mask mandate? That's fine. We're just trying to protect little Billy down the street in the Walmart greeter. Oh, here, here's my freedoms. Oh, the vaccine mandate? I'm going to get fired for not getting the vaccine? Okay, I'll just go ahead and do it because here's my freedoms. Because of a fear narrative. That's why fundraising is so important. That's why you hear some other campaigns and stuff like fundraising is not important. They don't have foresight. They don't have what it takes to beat Governor Whitmer. You have to do more than go around the state and beat your drum. You have to get on and inspire and motivate the middle to understand the truth. And that's why I am the candidate for unity. And I am the candidate that's going to inspire Michigan's greatest asset to get things done, the people. So many times I go to these meet and greets, so many people ask questions and say, what are you going to do about election integrity? What are you going to do, Garrett, about the schools? And I say, hey, you understand when you have a finger pointed at me, there's three pointing right back at you. So then I reversed it. I said, what are you doing right now to help with election integrity? What are you doing right now with the school boards? Because it's your time right now to get involved. It's your time right now to get signed up to be a licensed election inspector. And I'm going to help all these grassroots um, organizations in the Michigan GOP to do just that, to get involved and be a licensed election inspector to recruit 5,000 people so we can make sure that 2022 is integrous. We can't wait for Garrett to get in. We must do it right now. And that is on all of you, the people, 
to continue to motivate and to inspire others to join the movement and get things done and get involved with your school boards. Don't wait for Garrett. I'm not going to be a, a politician who gives you lip service and say, wait till I get in. No, we are not holding the line anymore, folks. We are taking back lost ground. We are always going to be on the offensive. So you must get involved right now. I'll do my job once we get in. Trust me, I will. But we need this action right now from all of you. And some of those actions that you can do is you can put financial skin in this game because we need it. This quarter is huge for fundraising right now. We need to start accumulating a war chest. And I need all of you to put financial skin in the game. $5, $10. I don't care what it is. You want to put some zeros behind it? Awesome. If you want to be a monthly member for as little as $20 a month, you can be a monthly member. But you have to put financial skin in this game. This is it, folks. You finally have somebody who's going to be a statesman and represent you. So this is an all-hands-on-deck approach. So you must donate everything that you can, and I get it. And I'm asking a lot right now, especially with inflation going out of control. What do you think is going to happen if we don't get the right people in the office in this election cycle and we don't hold the line for our state for 2024? to get our country back. What do you think is going to happen if Governor Whitmer gets in? Because I'm guaranteeing you right now, you heard it here first. She is setting herself up for the big one, for the White House. She is. I saw it in the state of state address. She has political aspirations and she's speaking to the middle now and she's starting to become more moderate because she has her eye on the prize. You got to understand the Democratic Party's bench is empty. There's nobody. There's nobody. She's going to try to fill that void. That's how important this is. So can you only imagine what she's going to do to our country? Think about that. So when you think like, well, I just, I just, I'm not going to donate to a political campaign. I'm, I just can't. Well, if you don't donate now, you're not going to have anything to donate to in the future. And I'm not trying to use fear tactics. I'm giving you the truth right now. Because if she wins, she's going to go to the next step. And then you're going to reflect back in many years from now, you're going to say, my goodness gracious, if I would have just made the decision right now, back then, to get involved. If I would have just did a little bit more, if I would have just, you know, ponied up and put some money into this guy, this would have never happened to my children, to my grandchildren, to my future generations. That's how important this is. And that's how serious I take this. And so this is an all hands on deck approach, folks. And I'm going to do everything I can to win this thing. I'm going to leave it all on the field. I told you, I'm going to go all in, but I need you to go all in with me. And I guarantee if you do, and we take her down in November 2022, we are going to show the nation what can happen to a people when we have the right leadership in place and what can happen to a state with the right leadership in place. And when you ignite and inspire and motivate America's greatest asset to people, what we can do not only as a state, but as a country. And that's what I'm bringing to the table. And so you have to understand that. It's time to back the candidate who can actually win this thing. That's what we need to do. We must unite now. And that's what I'm going to bring to the table. So last thing I want to talk about today is Governor Gretchen Whitman put out a tweet. And in this tweet, she said, great schools, a good paying job, clean water, safe communities, thriving small businesses, a chance to get ahead and hope for the future. I will stay focused on making progress for Michigan families. Twitter, 425 p.m., February 17th, 2022, she tweeted that. That's what she tweeted. You see how she's talking to the middle now? She sounds like a moderate Republican, doesn't she? Because she is very smart. She's an intelligent woman. Great schools. Okay, Governor. Detroit Public Schools have the worst test scores and graduation rate in the country. And 
They continue to use the funds to redistribute the wealth instead of putting it where it counts. And that's the students. That's what they're doing. They're getting a lot of money right now, but it's not trickling down to the students. It's just redistributing to the people in power. Isn't that funny? And if they are concerned with school systems and actually children, why is Flint and Detroit Public Schools still online? Which she continues, and it's been proven, been proven that online learning is detrimental to a children's education. But they continue down to hammer down on the same school systems and groups of people that they say they're for. Un, unacceptable. A good paying job. Do we have to even go there? With inflation going crazy? With what she's done to our economy? Locking down businesses, over 6,000 restaurants that have closed down permanently people's life? Their liberties, the pursuit of happiness stripped away all because of a political narrative. Because John Hopkins came out and proved everything that we've been saying, that lockdowns did nothing. They did more harm than good. And who's been saying that ever since the beginning? Right? Clean water. Benton Harbor, Governor Whitmer. That's all I got to say about that. Even though your administration attacked Schneider and the Flint water crisis, there is a water crisis right now in Benton Harbor. And I was just in Flint a week ago, and they still have lead in the water. Right. Safe communities. The same governor who said back in 2020 that she is for the spirit of defending. Or excuse me, the for the spirit of defunding the police movement. She's for the spirit of it. Remember that my fellow police officers, my men and women who go to work every day, and wear that badge to protect all of us. Remember what she has said. Thriving small businesses. Right. She has been the grim reaper of small businesses, folks. A chance to get ahead and hope for the future. I will stay focused on making progress for Michigan families, just like you have done for all of our children, Governor. When you shut down our schools, you canceled athletics, you diminished our children and our grandchildren's experiences, their opportunities and dreams. While every other state, Republican-ran states, were opening, not doing the same, economies thriving, children thriving, and here we are in Michigan. Unacceptable. And folks, that's why we need to continue to unite. We need to continue to push this narrative and telling people the truth of what happened. Because I guarantee you, if we don't stand up now, we're not going to have anything to stand up for here in the future. Michigan's on fire right now. There is a lot of problems in every single aspect of the state right now. And it's going to take somebody like me to stand up and do what's right according to the people and back the people. That's what it's going to take because we all have to do this together. We have to get away from, you know, putting these elected officials on pedestals and thinking they're going to solve the world's problems. We were waiting for that from the very beginning of this crisis, and none of them were standing up for any of us. It's time for ordinary people to do extraordinary things now. And that's why if you're in the Grand Rapids area today at noon, two hours, folks, make your pilgrimage to freedom. Come to New Chapel Church and come listen to what I have to say. I guarantee you, you will leave feeling full of hope. You'll be inspired and you'll be proud of this country and proud of this flag. You will be a better American for coming. I guarantee it. So come bring other people, bring your children, let them experience the power of our movement. And by goodness gracious, you must get financial skin in this game. Do whatever you can. I got people in our movement that are collecting cans to donate, whatever it takes. We need ordinary people to do extraordinary things. I'm going to leave you all with this video. As adults, we're going to get through this just fine. We will. But we must stand up for the people who can't stand up for themselves. And those are the kids.
I want real. I want Americans. We are going to be that beacon of hope. We will be that beacon of light. Everybody that doubted us, everybody that hated on us, will have to humbly follow. We will be the inspiration for other states, and we will show what Michiganders are about. We just need to continue to call her out, hold her accountable for what she has done and what she continues to do, and we will win this fight. God has his hands in this. We can feel it. That's why you can never lose hope. The solutions must always come from who? We the people. Make your pilgrimage today. Come feel the power of this movement. Put financial skin in this game. And we'll take back Michigan. And then we'll hold the line for 2024 and we take back our country. I'll see you in a few hours. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. God bless these United States. Talk to you soon. Goodbye.